Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 258. I'm Sean, and joined with me we have Off-Road, there's thunder and lightning in the sky, Andy. Uh, not not for me, but maybe maybe, I'll, maybe it'll come for me. It'll come. Yeah, I think it's it's shifting its way north versus south, or east, rather, versus south, so you probably won't be lucky, because uh, California doesn't usually get any weather, at least south, so... Maybe it's Arnold Schwarzenegger doing it. Yeah, he is the, the commercial. Um, so, if I, you know, shout or get kind of just, I'm not paying attention, that's, that's going to be why uh, for this podcast. But yeah, thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and listen to our sports podcast right after this as we discussed uh the super bowl we're gonna get into those super bowl ads but first andy covid yeah. i don't have it but my wife does Ooh, 2.0 number 3.0. two yeah. so she just has a little cough basically like a head cold which is what everyone's been saying it feels like i tested negative um i'm still a leper to the world so i'm not allowed to you know, go anywhere because we live in, you know, basically like a shoebox size kind of place or like model of a place. So there's not really go, I'll go on the, uh, you know, the fourth floor and you you can stay on the second. Um, we have, you know, a small condo, so I can't exactly avoid her too easily. Uh, so I also am not allowed into the world, uh, according to my work. Yeah. So, I mean, that's fun. It's fine. Uh, hanging out, but yeah, so far I don't have anything and, She's she's fine. She's tired and just has a cough. Is it uh, at all related to uh, a gathering of people? No. So okay. actually, she got it from her work. They had a, yeah, a big outing sense. to celebrate after a huge meeting uh, last Thursday. And so like six people got it. Yep. So. I mean, it's it's still there. It's It might be going down, but it's still there. It can get you. It can come out of any corner. Yeah. So yeah, we are very lucky that it, it didn't come out of our uh, our wedding and uh as far as i've heard or haven't heard no one's gotten sick from from it so i mean obviously we're, yeah. we're pretty much past that by now if you have it now you you got it on your own you didn't get it from us uh yeah i just was curious that was what 11 heard. days ago or something yeah because it's like when i was there i was like i feel like everyone here probably already has like 12 layers of immunity because they were gross people you know looking at certain people <laughs> over there <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah, we'll be fine. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I know it, it's like, eh, I never think about it. I don't really care. Like it's a cold. Uh, it is annoying of like having to like shove that thing up your nose. You don't have to go very far anymore with these new at home tests, uh, at least from what I'm seeing on the instructions for it. So I like that part, but I still don't like it. It's like, ugh, it's annoying. I, I like had some to do restitution. It today. Yeah, and they they switched back to the super thin, tiny ones that go all the way up, and I'm like, oh, fuck you guys. So you still have to do that at your at your work? Uh, we've done it once a week for the last three weeks, just because there's a lot right now. But mm-hmm. I mean, I'd be a waste of money to do it any longer. Yeah, but I mean, every time they've done it, they're like, oh, we got someone else, go home. Gosh, but it's not like an outbreak. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I'm not going to take another test uh, until maybe like Sunday or something. Um, but I took one last night and I was negative. So, and I mean, I, I've 
been near my wife every day since she was infect uh introduced to the infection on Thursday. So who knows? I don't know. Yeah. We have an air purifier on in our house. <laughs> I don't know. Does that work? Well, I'll tell you next week. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on. So we discussed the Super Bowl, as I said, on our sports podcast, uh, including the halftime show. So go check that one out if you want to hear about our take on that. But, Andy, let's talk about the Super Bowl ads. Two of them I really liked. Um, Can you guess which ones they are? There was one that was really that was good, but I hated the thing they were advertising. So there was like the Larry David one. I don't know if I saw that one. So it was like him throughout history, basically like I, being critical of things that became popular. Another podcast I listened to today talked about it and they played it on the air on the on their podcast. Yeah. And I didn't see it. Um, but yeah, that was a good one. Anything with Larry David's probably It was good. good, but it was like maybe crypto is not such a bad idea. It was like, oh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, God damn it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a lot, a lot of that. Uh, I don't know what it was. Maybe like. Five years ago, where like it's like, oh, celebrities, that's fun to see. And you get like big name celebrities. Oh, that's really fun. Now, every single fucking one is just celebrities. Yeah. It's just there, there's it, that's the only thing you can do. And it's it's sad. I wish it, there was something more. No one's creative anymore, but no. Uh, but I'll tell you what, and I don't know if it's just me. I hope it's more people. I couldn't tell you a single thing any of them were, you know, advertising for. All I was doing is, huh, that's a funny story. I don't care about the Tide commercial or anything like that. Like, I know the Budweiser horses, and finally they were back. Uh, but I couldn't. The two things I'm going to say I liked, I don't know what they were advertising. The ones I wrote down, Doctor Evil. See. Yeah, I liked that one. No idea what it was about. Mm. And Scrubs. I think it was. So that that was back to back. And it was like, this is really cheap. It's like you're bringing Dr. Evil back, and then you're bringing back uh, JD and Turk from Scrubs living next to each other. I don't know. Is that a mortgage commercial? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think one of them was a cell phone commercial, but I, I'm not sure. Yes, it was. But I wasn't paying attention to that. I was like, oh, that's, that's pretty fun. You know, that's... I think Dr. Evil was like for like GM or something. Like, mm, they got the band back together, game. though. Uh, so I liked that. What I didn't like, and I don't know if this is a new thing. Or if this has been around for you know eight months and I didn't know AMC Plus, do they really need a streaming service? What do they have to offer other than The Walking Dead? <laughs> it's not really a streaming service. It's just you don't have to have TV. You can watch their shows, so it's it's just their shows. It's yeah, that's a different. reach. I don't need. Yeah, it. like Breaking like Bad already came out. If you don't have cable and you're like, well, I still want to watch these shows. Um, yeah. But it's it's not. And I think it's like five bucks. And the other thing they offer is, at least for The Walking Dead, is all the shows come out a week earlier than TV watchers can watch them. Who cares? It's just like, yeah, that's weird. I don't know. Why would I want that? I don't know. They uh, advertise that for like podcasts. too. like, get your podcast a day early. It's like, why? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't care. Talk about the news or something. I don't know. But if you can't talk about the news, if you're talking about the news and you're getting your everyone else is getting your podcast a day late. Yeah, that's just for entertainment pods. We give you guys our podcasts right when they're ready. No subscription required. Well, if you want to give me $10, I'll give it to you later. You mean earlier? No, later. Because you Have you hold it know. like a <laughs> yeah. coat check or something? I wouldn't know how to give it to you earlier. <laughs> we couldn't. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> well, there's a way, but Go to it's the not happening. Past to the future. But 
Yeah, I mean, none of the... The ad also that was dumb, and because America is so stupid, the Uber Eats where they're eating everything, like plants oh, and yeah. diapers and shit. So I guess Gross. the yeah. government's like, don't eat poop and candles and... Bleh. It's like, ah, like... Yeah, of course, the United States is so stupid, but they're not. Their whole plan is like, well, I'm going to sue them because they told me to eat a candle. It's like, You're dumb. Off the planet you go. We have no space for you. Uh, so that kind of th- stuff makes me mad. I'm never going to. I don't believe in paying someone $20 to go pick up my groceries because they're going to get shitty fruit. And also, what if you're there's something there that you didn't know about and you're like, hmm, I'm going to get that. You're not going to get it if you aren't there. So. And then yeah. do you have to tip the guy? I don't like it. Yeah, I would never use those. But if you're in a city, I guess maybe. I don't know. I Everyone's don't know. in a city, Andy. You're in a city. Okay, I mean like legally. I'm talking about like an actual city. Andy, you live across the street from a Costco. And yet yeah. you don't subscribe to them. I don't believe in Costco, sorry. <sighs> 50 cents a gallon in savings of gas. They want my money up front in a membership fee. And I say no. They give you 2% back on that money. I only give membership fees to Jeff Bezos. That's not who owns them. No, I only give membership fees to him. Oh. Amazon Prime, you know? Yeah, I don't like that. No. It's too much money. I don't know why I still have it, but (laughs) here we are. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? Any commercials you wanted to talk about? Anything else? Anything made mad? Anything? Uh, I think it was just that like everything one had celebrities was just kind of like really jarring and everyone will do it and everyone I don't know they're gonna get like Bill Clinton on at some point and she's like yeah I'll do it whatever like just like <laughs> playing the saxophone who's yeah who's not gonna who who's too good for it at this point Elon Musk no he's probably been in one I'm sure he's been in something he was in Iron Man 2 uh Mickey Mouse. Oh, he's definitely been in a commercial. You think so? <laughs> For Disney, yeah. <laughs> Not non-Disney commercials, but uh, Bill Nye. Probably just because he hasn't been asked. He's definitely been in a commercial at some point in his life. I'm gonna look it up. Upton uh, Sinclair. Sure. No, Vin what's Diesel? what's Vin Diesel's name? <laughs> Mark Sinclair. 2020 Super Bowl commercial with Bill Nye for Soda Stream. All right. <laughs> oh, and he, he did a Tide commercial in 1995. Oh, sellout. Yeah. That was when he was show was super hot. He was just Man, a kid. Biggest actor in the world. Yeah. Well, uh, Mark and Upton Sinclair both haven't been in the commercial. Unless it was advertising, you know, Fast and the Furious 7 or something. He's done a commercial when he was like a kid, you know. Yeah. Not in the Super Bowl. I don't know. Yeah. Well, not this year. Someday. Yeah, like 20 years from now, he'll definitely, that's all he can get. They'll trot him out for some bullshit. Yeah. It'll look like uh, 50 Cent trying to squeeze into that bulletproof jacket. Yeah. You're not fit anymore. All right, let's move on, Andy. We have some sad news that was uh, kind of swift, uh, sw- swept rather under the rug over the Super Bowl. Uh, Ivan Reitman passed away at 75. Yeah, this is a, this is a big name. Like, Ghostbusters. I think a lot of people have gone back. A lot of people have gone back to look. It's like it's it's yeah. It's not just Ghostbusters, which is which is on the mind because it's one of his big uh, hits, and the new one just came out. Yeah, the new one came out, and he was a part of it, and his son directed it, and it was such a, like a family reunion type thing of like getting the people back together and 
It's like it's ten dollars right now on uh, iTunes, by the way. Yeah, he was a kid while it was being made, and now he's making the movie himself. And it's like, uh, but yeah, Ivan Reitman. I just talked about him two weeks ago. Yes, you did. I watched this Cronenberg movie from the seventies, and he he produced it because he just he was a producer, and first just a guy who knew how to get movies done, like when he was young, and that's kind of his history in comedy was like, uh, I think someone knew him. I don't know which person, and they're like, this guy will help us make Animal House because. Uh, we don't know what the fuck we're doing. There's mm-hmm. a bunch of idiots trying to make a movie, and it's like this is the guy that knows what he's doing. We'll bring him in, and he'll get it done. And and he did. And then he went on to to direct all these comedies like um, Kindergarten Cop, Meatballs, yeah, Kindergarten Cop, uh, a lot of arms, arms, forcing stuff, Twins, um, Stripes, Junior, yeah, with another Schwarzenegger one. Uh, but then yeah, just as a producer. Uh, we talked last year about how Space Jam, the new one, didn't work, but the original one, it worked because it had, you know, like Bill Murray. And it's like, well, Ivan Reitman produced it. And then I'm sure he called in a favor to get Bill Murray to be in that movie. Like he probably was a big part of that movie working was just him. And he wasn't directing or anything. Just just a guy in the, in the background. And, uh, yeah, he had two uh, movies in production that he was directing, too. So they're supposed to still one including twins. yeah triplets. Yeah. So that was like a few months ago. They said, yeah, they're going to have Tracy Morgan, I believe, be in it. Just like, OK. Um, but yeah, I don't know what happens with something like that. I don't think Jason Redman's going to step in and <laughs> direct triplets. DeVito's going to uh, do it. <laughs> yeah, he could. Uh, but yeah, it's like it was not he was not 90. So yeah, 75. Still, he was still working. That's sad. And his, you know, his his daughter became a cat. It's always this important. Could happen to anyone. Yeah, the, the, the famed Maureen Ponderosa. That was yeah. Catherine Reitman. So pretty good. Well, he'll be missed. Uh, his work will never be forgotten. No, definitely not. All right, Andy. Uh, tell us about Paramount Investor Day, and uh, I know you're gonna include two uh, things that I have on here, including a renewal of a show. I have. Yet to watch, but plan to, and a, a new series ordered as well from the same writer. Yes. So uh, there was a, a some sort of investor day announcement stuff for Paramount, uh, which again, Paramount, it, it wasn't for Paramount, but it is. CBS Viacom, the parent company. So Paramount's the movie studio. They also own a, a TV network. Um, they have decided now their brand name going forward is just going to be Paramount. So CBS Viacom will now be Paramount, which is in line with their streaming service is called Paramount Plus. And uh, like I said, the, the TV network, that used to be Spike TV, I believe, uh, before being rebranded as the Paramount Network. So uh, it's come a long way. It's really grown up. Um, but they're really making a push here. So Paramount Plus is, uh, we've talked about it. It's got good stuff, but it doesn't have a lot of stuff. It has goosebumps. You need to keep doing stuff to get people to stay. Uh, so they just announced like a whole bunch of stuff and also they're moving stuff that would have been somewhere else or uh, they just they need they need to make, make a move here. They already made the move of uh, all their movies are coming to the service 45 days after. So like uh, Scream will be on Paramount Plus in the next couple of weeks. So stuff like that. Um, I don't know. Jackass Forever is also a Paramount movie. So that might be coming as well. Uh, but yeah, the the. They have a lot of brands. Like if you if you've been on their thing, you've seen it's like okay, well, it's not just CBS, it's Nickelodeon and it's MTV and Bravo or something like that. One of those reality things I don't care about. Uh, but they have they have a lot. So um, 
they they announced they already had announced it before, but like there's a new Beavis Beavis and Butthead thing they're doing, a new movie, and that's definitely coming to Paramount Plus. Whoa, uh, three SpongeBob movies. Wow. Uh, there's multiple Star Trek series already being made, uh, but they've announced there'll be more movies, including movies that are direct to the streaming service. Um, also, they're like we're gonna keep doing Quiet Place movies forever. Uh, which they already announced that there's a, a Quiet Place spinoff and a Quiet Place 3 coming in the future, but these are all part of the brand. But um, the other big thing that they're really committed to, which is I'm sure what you're referring to. Oh, yeah. Um, why am I blanking on his name? But um, Taylor Sheridan. No, Taylor Sheridan, the, the writer behind all this stuff. Uh, they're really committed to him. They renewed his uh, series, the, the Mayor of Kingstown, which I haven't watched, but they renewed that for season two. Uh, he's also the man behind Yellowstone, which... Uh, they renewed the 1883 spinoff for season two already and uh, uh, revealed a new spinoff, 1932. So they're just going to every 50 years. So I can't wait for 1981. Yeah. A few years from now, but uh, they are really committed to this guy. And I think the thing I read, there's like two more series that he's doing. Uh, He's just, he's their, he's their guy. So um they're really making a push. I also saw like Halo. They're already renewed for season two before it even aired. Uh, they're just going to spend all kinds of money because it's just this is this is the new landscape for um, movie slash TV production. It's good for us. It's just a lot more shit. Hopefully, yeah, pretty good. Ho- hopefully, some of it's good. <laughs> but I think I think uh, it will be. I'm a. Yeah. I plan on tuning in soon to getting um, Paramount just so I could watch 1883. And uh, eventually, maybe this 1932. I'm also learning. Remember the the Godfather thing? I think that's next month. Yeah, yeah, that thing too. Like I was saying uh, a week or two ago, they're making some great strides. And I don't think I'm going to watch Halo. But, I mean, they're they're putting a lot of good stuff on the platform that it's going to bring some eyes. Yeah, and variety. Variety is important. Like I said, SpongeBob, it's like, well, who cares? But like. No, that's it's important if you're trying to build out a, a service that you, you have kids entertainment and you have adult entertainment and and by adult entertainment I don't mean very adult entertainment. Just Man, to, you keep talking about adult stuff. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I knew I said it wrong when I said it. So. <laughs> well, very cool. And uh, yeah, I like I said, I'll, I'll be getting that probably before too long to start watching 1883. So I'll be reviewing it before you know it. Oh, they also announced... Uh, South Park coming back exclusively to them, which oh, was yeah, and they just give them like a billion dollars or something. There was that they will. So HBO Max bought the rights to stream like all the old shows, and then all the new stuff was going to this. And it's like, well, that's fucked. So it's not it's on separate places. Uh, but they announced that um, they're able to reverse that starting in 2025. So that's uh, very big. So uh, stay but, tuned. <laughs> yeah. But it's like that's they want to have these brands. That was the other brand I left out. Comedy Central was also part of their um, portfolio. So you probably find like kids in the hall there then. No, because that's Lauren Michaels produced that. So, oh, boy, I don't so know. It's on Peacock it's, or something. It's, it's yeah, it's wild. No, I don't think you never watch it. It's only on Canadian Peacock. Yeah, you have to go to Canada TV. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, tell us about uh, Netflix losing the Marvel shows. Yeah, this was a surprising news, but I guess it's what Disney's been doing for the last five years is uh, they license out Marvel characters to make TV shows for Netflix 
uh, I think as early as 2015, this is when Daredevil first aired. So it was one of the early Netflix original shows. Uh, and they ended up making like eight different seasons of different series. They had uh, like The Punisher and they had um, Luke Cage and all these characters. And I, I watched them all. I liked them. They weren't incredible, but they were pretty good. I think Daredevil was really good at its best moments. Um, they're all leaving Netflix at the end of this month. In kind of a surprise move. Uh, with no no other follow up to that, uh, the the hope and what's probably going to happen is these shows will find their way uh, probably to Hulu, not Disney Plus, but basically uh, Netflix never owned them because Marvel still owned the characters. Netflix just kind of made the shows and put them on, uh, but Disney will now have the rights back. Um, they probably won't be going to Disney Plus because these shows have a much more. Uh, I'm going to say it again, adult. They're much more adult oriented. Um, they're violent. There probably might be sex, but probably not, not nudity. But like, they're not what you see on Disney Plus. Disney Plus is still very family friendly, and if it if it's a Disney property that's not family friendly, it goes to Hulu. So that's where I would expect these to be. But I mean, like the Punisher, the Punisher is violent as hell. That's it's like the fucking Punisher. Yeah. You can't have the Disney Plus the Punisher. <laughs> like it doesn't doesn't work. Um, but what does that mean for the future of any of these things? They already brought back Daredevil um, in a surprise cameo in uh, one of their recent Marvel movies. Uh, and they also brought back Vincent Nofrio's Kingpin as well. So are they going to reintegrate all these characters into the greater Marvel stuff? I don't know. We'll have to see. I'm um, sure they will. For anyone what if who, they bring back Ben Affleck as Daredevil? Is it like a, a Spider-Man Spider-Verse thing? Yeah. Where it's like into the Daredevil verse. Ben Affleck. Yep. I'd watch Re- it. Replace Jennifer Garner with uh, Jennifer yeah. Lopez. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Ben Affleck's already doing that with that Flash movie where he's going to meet Michael Keaton. So there you go. He's like, I'm Batman. It's already, like, I'm Batman. It's already here. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah. So if you want to watch Daredevil, do it now. It's It's gone the end of February. So I don't and I won't. <laughs> I'm speaking to the greater audience. Okay. You want to watch the first six episodes of Luke Cage that had Mahershala Ali? Maybe if it starred Nick Cage, I would. Well, that's where Nick Cage got his name from. I know, but it's not where he yeah. stars. He's also a black man, so Nick Cage can't be in it. It would be weird. Mm. <laughs> uh, maybe. All right. Uh, tell us about the Blade Runner TV show. Uh, this is happening. Blade Runner, a TV series going to Amazon. Uh, Ridley Scott is working on it. I don't think he's going to direct. Maybe he'll direct an episode. Uh, the guy's got to be so goddamn busy. He just keeps. I just I don't like that. Uh, focus your efforts on Gladiator 2 before you yeah. give these other things. Come on. I think this is more of a like, I'm going to get paid. Um, oh, he'll a bit get paid for Gladiator 2. Yeah, but it's hilarious how much he like has. He's like sensitive of things he's he's done in the past. So um, Alien was a big deal that he he made the first Alien movie and then didn't make subsequent Alien movies. And then when they were going to make a new one uh, in like 2016, he came in as like, I'm taking it back and made his own Alien movie, uh, which ended up not being that good. But uh, it was still cool to see him come back to the series. Uh, but he was like, it's like, I'm very possessive of it. He's like, I don't want them to, to make my movies anymore uh now he's doing it again with blade runner so they made they made a blade runner sequel he did not direct and it's like well i'm coming back i need to do more blade runner i need, <laughs> I need it to be mine like 
I don't want Denis Villeneuve to be the Blade Runner guy. Yeah, I'm the Blade Runner. They're going to ruin it. Yeah, I mean, it, it was a very good movie. Um, yeah, and I think Ridley Scott produced it as well. But it's like, nope, I'm coming back. It's mine again. Um, yeah. So Amazon. I mean, they're they're making they're doing an Alien TV show as well. So he's like, I got to compete with that. Andy, there might be a hurricane tonight here or something, or a tornado. It is howling out there, windy. I think it's still raining. Pretty crazy. Yeah. The rain the rain has, has made it its way over to Orange County now, so that's good. Uh, no hail yet. Give it time. All right. Um, Bioshock. Someone's going to care. Yeah. I, Bioshock is a video game series that I really love, and they've long been rumored to be a, making a movie about it. It's such an incredible setting. I don't know if it's a great movie, but I think it could be a great series. But uh, they're going to go ahead and, and try to make a movie of this for Netflix. So uh, Netflix has unlimited money. So they're just like, let's just spend money on shit that's recognizable. Uh, so Bioshock is a, it's like a, a noir setting, like 1940s, uh, in an underwater city. So it's <laughs> not going to be that easy to make. I think this will be a lot of budget to get this done, or it's going to look like shit. Um, but it's such a cool setting that you could tell good stories of it. I I'm, I don't know what this movie is going to be, though. If it's just retelling the first game, I don't think it's going to be a good movie. Uh, but I want to see. I want to see where this goes. Uh, I'm happy it's with Netflix. Like I said, they have unlimited money. They, they gave Martin Scorsese $4 billion to try to make Robert De Niro look 22. Yeah. It didn't work. It didn't work, but <laughs> I'm glad they did it. Fooled someone, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, let's uh, talk about some movie trailers, Andy. Uh, Rescue Rangers. Like the Power Rangers? No, it's like uh, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers, a show from the 90s with uh, Chip and Dale, the Disney characters, little chipmunks. Uh, this is a new a new movie. It looks uh, pretty funny. It's, it's John Mulaney and Andy Samberg as the chipmunks, and uh, they're basically like retired... And they're in the real world, so it's like like Roger Rabbit, where it's cartoons in the real world, and um, it looks funny. It looks looks entertaining. It looks like it's going to be for kids because it's on Disney Plus, but it'll be still funny to people like us. Uh, Seth Rogen was in the trailer as like a cartoon Seth Rogen, wow. and it was a little funny sequence. But uh, yeah, good for them for doing something like this. Um, I will definitely be watching this when it when it comes out. So. And that oh, is May 20th. Probably missed that. Um, I might maybe watch it's, the, Maybe it's great. Is this a sequel to Deepwater Horizon? Deepwater? No. So Deepwater is uh, a movie that should have been out already. It is Ben Affleck and Anna de Armas, who uh, they were, became a couple after filming this movie. It is a, I guess, a, a sexual thriller is the best description. So I don't know. It sounds like Gone Girl 2. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's. Uh, someone has dark secrets. They both have dark secrets. Uh, the trailer is just her. Um, I, you're, it's implied that she's given him like a hand job in, in public. Um, so <laughs> Kenny powers or something. Yeah. Uh, but this was, you know what? Remember Kevin Spacey made all those movies about like dating kids or something. And then it's like, Oh, he dates kids. Um, is Ben Affleck just a secret asshole, pervert weirdo? I mean, I don't think it's a secret that he's a weird pervert. <laughs> okay. I think it's just out there. Call me naive, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, what's what's interesting about this is that uh, they ended up like dating for like a year and then 
and they've now broken up and now they have this movie where they're having a, a relationship and that's might be more interesting than the movie itself but uh yeah this got like buried they're like we can't put this out in the movie theaters and they're like uh we'll go to hulu now so that's that's coming out quick march march 18th that'll be out so uh all right i love seeing ben affleck uh be weird so i liked him as the basketball coach yeah he was he was, he was weird and he was, he was drunk or something yeah <laughs> and a basketball movie those they don't make those too often all right uh nope yeah, this is a big Super Bowl one. So I know I know you saw this one, but I did. Uh, Jordan Jordan Peele is is back. He's uh, the most famous filmmaker. It seems like everyone's so excited about everything he's ever done. Uh, I've enjoyed it, and I'm looking forward to this one because it looks like uh, aliens and shit. Um, but it doesn't give too much in the trailer. It just kind of weird shits happening. So uh, that's coming out this summer and. Is very anticipated, but I would like to see him do some comedy again. But I'm also I'm I'm into these weird. They're all like elevated Twilight Zone, you know. Yeah, they're like weird, creepy stuff happening. So I'm happy. I'm happy they exist. Well, I'm I'm glad you're happy that they exist. Mm -hmm. I'll watch it on FX. What I won't watch. And I don't think I've ever seen any of the uh, movies, but Lord of the Rings TV show. I've got hail. <laughs> okay, yeah, my my house might blow away. Like I'm nervous, my umbrella is going to blow off the balcony. It's crazy. Well, isn't isn't weather amazing in real time? Well, when you don't it's see good. it ever, it's it's incredible. Yeah. I liked it as a kid because oh yeah, Andy, your house is going to fall away. <laughs> your window is going to bust. Well, I turned the mic up on that, but. Uh, liar don't abolish um, yeah was <laughs> lord of the rings uh it's a, it's way in the past i mean lord of the rings is way in the past it's elves and shit but this is like way before like the movies and i don't know if this is a good idea but amazon spent a billion dollars on it i think it's reported that's how much they're spending on two seasons of it so uh <laughs> better work and that's where our amazon prime fees are going yeah, I won't watch it. So, yeah, you you were not a fan of the movies, right? I'm watching Reacher, so so you're you're paying your respects. Yeah, <laughs> I just started I mean, watching so, soon Harry enough. Like, like, we're gonna be like put to death if we don't consume enough Amazon content because it'll be the only company left. Yeah, everything will just be of Amazon eventually. Yeah. Well. All right, enough about that show. You ready to get into what we've been watching? Yes. All right, well, before we do, that portion of the pod is brought to you by our good friends at The Clipless Leash. Head over to thecliplessleash.com to pick up the dog leash you didn't know you needed. This thing works with your dog's current collar or harness. And when you plug in promo code... Tony. That is T-O-N-Y at checkout. Is it very loud? It's incredibly loud, Andy. Oh, my God. They're going to give you 65% off at checkout. So head to thecliplessleash.com and pick up the dog leash you didn't know you needed. Uh, I'm right next to a window, so it's much different. (laughs) You're in a closet, basically. Yeah. uh, I have three. Okay, I've got four. Did you uh, finish the book of Boba Fett's? 
No, I don't think I'm going to. You're not going to? Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll, I'll talk about it then. Let's hear it. Okay. Um, I mean, where did you stop watching? You saw the one part with the movie. I had two episodes left. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not that important. I don't, I don't know how much you'd get out of it. It's There's a big battle at the end, and people shoot each other, and... Um, I like battles. Maybe I'll watch that. I just got over yeah. the flashbacks to him living with the Arabs. Oh, well, that's that. over. So what's interesting is I, I probably would have liked it better if that was the whole show, if they just committed to that. But it was so weird the way they did it, where it made like what was happening President Day seem important. But over the course of the show, it wasn't. It was just kind of like if it was just the present day stuff, it'd be like, well, this, this doesn't go anywhere. It's like. So he wants to be a, a crime boss, but also no one likes him. It's like, what? This is this is dumb. We also want to be fair. Oh, yeah, going to be a crime boss and be I, fair. He's not good at what he's trying yeah. to do. So. He's incompetent in the end. Of, but but I want to sleep underwater. Yeah, it's, it's important. So so that means you didn't get to see uh, Timothy Oliphant. He, no, he I didn't. He was back. Okay, look at that. Pretty good. Episode six. So. See uh, outside sales consultant. No, he's not. Oh. He's he was the sheriff or whatever. He, okay. No, he's, he called himself a U.S. marshal. No, well, he didn't call himself a U.S. marshal, but he called himself a marshal. Oh, yeah, like, they don't have that. <laughs> From the United States. Like, who, they can have know? law in their uh, land. But like a marshal is a very specific thing, I think. I don't know what it really means. Where is the root of that word? But it's always people that work for the court system or something. That's what a marshal is. they're just, you know, like the... County lawman. I think they're federal. I mean, marshals. There's two things I know the marshals do: is catch Harrison Ford and uh, protect witnesses. So that's the only two things they do. Well, now, yeah, yeah, you're right. The federal court system empowered to support the courts and carry out a judge's orders. There you go. So protect witnesses. They can also swear in deputies. Hmm. Like anyone. I think I always thought those cool in like old movies were like, I'm going to deputize this guy. Like, yeah, pretty cool. they do that in Yellowstone. Yeah. Yeah. Cool uh, but for the livestock, uh, which all they're kind of cops, they but they deputize livestock, the livestock commission people. Okay. So when there's livestock crimes, they can uh, deputize them. I believe if I remember that right, it was like right. season one or something. Season two. Well, that's what I have to say about that. It's okay. All right. You want me to do one? Yeah. I watched on uh, Netflix, something I hadn't seen in 20 years from 1995. William Wallace, Mel Gibson, Braveheart. It's wonderful. Terrific film. Mel Gibson is a history buff. He has to be because he made this, he made The Patriot, and uh, he made Passions of the Christ. So what's fun... Did I talk about this last week or did I just start this? You watched you watched the Vietnam one last week. Aha, which was also Mel Gibson. Look yeah. at that. Uh, so a couple of things I really liked about this, and I assume everyone's already seen this movie, so there's not a whole lot to, to get into, but I was watching that Smithsonian show about Scotland, and they get into uh, the the famous bridge, well, the famous battle against the British where they ended up defeating them. It's actually uh, the Battle of the Stirling Bridge. But in the movie, it's filmed on a uh, you know in a meadow, and uh, a local. This is in the trivia. Asked 
why the Battle of the Sterling Bridge was filmed on an open plane? And Gibson answered, the bridge got in the way. The local responded, aye. That's what the English found. Yeah. (laughs) How awesome is that guy? That was probably like Liam Neeson or Sean Connery or something. I didn't know. Um, But yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, Also a fun fact. So William Wallace is supposed to be like six foot five and like 20. And Mel Gibson at the time was about 40. And he is also only about five foot 10. Now they do poke a little bit of fun at Adam. Uh, in the movie, if you recall the line when he walks over or rides over on a horse to the one of the early battles, and uh, they're like, "Who are you?" And he, I'm William Wallace. Like, oh, he's seven foot tall. I heard you're not. He's like, uh, I don't remember actually what he said, but he said something. He's like, "Well, they are." I don't know, but they poke fun of it because he's he's clearly not seven feet tall. Yeah, how do we know he what he really was in real life? I think people fake. write books. I don't know. Yeah. People saw him in real life, so yeah. But then they tell didn't... stories, and someone transcribes it. Yeah, but it gets exaggerated. Well, yeah, he oh, wasn't actually seven feet, but six foot five is believable. I believe it. Back then, that was too big. Ah, they have big people, magical giants and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a fantasy movie, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, it's on Netflix. Uh, along with like the Patriot and Troy, which I'm also watching right now. Um, they have some good stuff on there right now. Who knew? Yeah. All the historical battle movies. Yeah, they're, they're fun every now and then. Again. You can watch them every like, you know, six to ten years. Yeah. Guy owned the Patriot on DVD and uh, I'll watch that any old time. It's fun. Yeah. They're a militia. It's great. <laughs> Brian Cox is in this one for a brief moment. It makes sense. It's from the area. Yeah. Also, actually, I loved this a lot. I had to look it up, too, because I was kind of thinking it was, but I wasn't sure. David O'Hara plays the crazy Irish guy in this, and he's also the Scottish Irish guy in The Departed. I beeped the card you gave me. Yeah. Pretty good. Yep. Yep. He was wonderful in there crazy guy he says ireland is is his island and all that pretty fun talks to god all right andy what's your uh second one i uh, watched kimmy on hbo max uh new steven soderbergh movie he is uh he doesn't care about putting movies into movie theaters he's made a lot of movies straight for streaming i thought this was a show uh, no it is it, it is it is a movie and it is uh and it is a very basic movie which i really appreciated it's uh, so Kimmy is a like a uh, Siri or Alexa like voice assistant thing, uh, and it's uh, the movie is about uh, a young woman who's uh, like agoraphobic, has some other issues. She's just in her apartment at all times. Uh, who works for this company and basically like listens back to people's uh, requests that didn't go well and tries to like solve what happened to try to improve the uh, the app or whatever you want to call it. It's got buzz um, in it. Yeah, and so she uh, ends up hearing a possible crime on one of these recordings, and is like trying to like get go get to the company and be like, "What's going on? We got to do something about this." And it's a so it's kind of like um, Rear Window for a modern age, or or Disturbia with uh, Shia LaBeouf. Interesting. Um, and it just it's a really it's a it's a quick movie. It's an hour and a half. I'd say half of it basically takes place in her apartment, 
Uh, so it's just really, really simple, and it ends up being a good thriller. Yeah, there's not many, many people in it, but uh, Buzz is definitely in it. It's like, yeah, that's Buzz. It's it's great. Uh, they did a poor a job of advertising for this because it looked to me like a dumb movie about a lady with blue hair named Kimmy. I was like, yeah, yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird name, especially it's like Kimmy, and then you have um, what's her name, Sylvie Kravitz on there, and you think like, well, it must be about some woman named Kimmy. Uh, no, her, she's not Kimmy. Uh, Rita Wilson. I yes, almost met her. Very, very quick uh, appearance by her. Yeah, like she's I said, the not, third top build. Yeah, not not very many people in it, but so she's actually like a name. But um, it is mostly it's Zoe Kravitz for the most most part. It's it's uh, like I said, similar to Hitchcock's Rear Window or uh, Disturbia. Like and Erica person. Christensen of Flight Pan uh, Flight plan fame yeah again not in it very much uh but i i enjoyed it very much and and soderbergh didn't do anything crazy like he's been doing he didn't film it on an iphone or uh his last one where he's like it's a 1950s movie so i went and found 1950s camera lenses and so he didn't do anything weird like that uh there is some weird there is some interesting camera stuff that actually works but it's not like insane so um it's just good it's it's just solid movie i'm happy that something small like this still exists um the screenwriter is written like every movie you've ever watched oh if you look up his uh, me specifically what did you say every movie you've ever watched david kep is a very familiar name jurassic park jurassic park is part of man screenplay but like a million possible yeah um i did want to watch you should have left which i believe was uh, on either peacock or uh paramount one or the other I don't know what that one is. Kevin Bacon. Oh, right. Yeah. That house like moves or something. Yeah. Was that on HBO or something? No, it was on. I think it went to Peacock. Yeah. It was in theaters. Yeah, I remember that. It was one of the like the one one of the three movies that came out in like July. Like measures the house from the outside. Like we're missing, you know, four feet or something of house on the inside. But yeah, this movie reminded me of um, a movie he wrote and directed called uh, Premium Rush, where it was Joseph Gordon-Levitt as a bike messenger and then has to like run from crime and stuff. And it's like just a simple little thriller that is fun. Pretty good. Yeah. And also, COVID is real in it is interesting. So it's because it was filmed during COVID. They're just like, yeah, she puts on a mask and goes outside and everything. They don't like draw too much attention to it, but it's like, yeah, okay, that's, that's neat. All right. You ready for my second? Yeah, I had Peacock through Sunday, so I watched Cop Shop oh. from 2021 on here. I did as well. <laughs> oh, was that in yours right now? What? Were you going to review that today, too? I forgot to put it on the list, but I did watch it. Yeah. Oh, okay. So this is Gerard Butler, Frank Grillo, Toby Huss, who is, uh, you'll know him as The Wiz in Seinfeld. Um. Also, Jose Pablo Cantillo, Cantillo, and uh, I couldn't, you know, place him. I knew he was a cop in another movie. I was like, is, was he a cop in the social network? Was he? A, what was he a cop in? I looked it up. He was a, a cop in Disturbia. It's like typecast okay. as a cop. Yeah. Uh, but this had some fun vibes. Even the artwork reminded me of uh, Smoke and Aces, where uh, Jeremy yeah, same, Piven, same guy, right? Yeah, Jeremy Piven yeah. is uh, like a, a witness to some crime or he knows a bunch of stuff. And so like every hitman near Reno or Tahoe goes after him. 
Uh, this one is a little smaller scale. Only Gerard Butler and uh, Toby Huss go after him. But uh, it was fine. It's fun. It's a, I'd give it about a six out of 10. Yeah, uh, I think that seems, seems fair. This is definitely a COVID movie. Have like, we'll film in one location, basically. Yeah, yeah. It's watchable. It's not, you know, something you're like, oh, I can't wait to rewatch that. Um, but it's fine. Toby Huss is pretty funny in it. He's like, yeah, that his, guy his, is a psychopath. His intro scene is is pretty incredible. It's like, I'm going to get you. <laughs> but you're so. also you're forgetting one of the the stars of it. The the chief there is uh, one of the one of the guys from under the bridge. One of Charlie and. Uh, oh, is Frank's he really? Yeah, yeah. I thought he looked kind of familiar, but he, he's always good. like, hey, you'll is see he him. Duncan. He's not Duncan because we never see Duncan. I guess but he's friends true. with Duncan. Huh? Okay. <laughs> Chad Coleman. Yeah. He was also in The Walking Dead. That's why I, I always. So his name in him. Always Sunny is just Z. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wouldn't. Uh, I guess that makes sense. But I'm also. He would be probably wearing just like a, a tank top and Always Sunny. Yeah. And he's a cop. Well, I think he always had like a beanie on. Yeah. Him. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. He sells them drugs, right? There's yeah, like, we're looking for to get some for drugs. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> very good good job andy so yeah it's on it's on para or peacock not paramount peacock and uh yeah it's watchable it's not amazing it's not bad it's fine yeah it's it's a movie that exists there Precisely. was a lot more of these types of movies in the 90s yep all right what's your uh next one all right well that means i got two more and this next one's actually a trilogy. I watched all three movies. Oh, dear God. Uh, and I probably shouldn't have. Uh, the Beverly Hills Cop trilogy. Oh, because they're leaving HBO. So they're leaving HBO. I saw that. Like, I've never seen this movie. You've never, never seen, seen them? them? No. Um, Any I of them? Just missed, no, I just missed them. I don't, I don't know why. Um, but they're, um, they're made or they're produced, at least the first two were produced by uh, Don Simpson, Jerry Bruckheimer. This is, uh, it's just, it's proto bad boys. I was like, Oh, bad boys is just a rip off of Beverly Hills cop, except it has two black people instead of one. Yeah. Uh, it's like the identical movie. Uh, it's insane that like, I guess the moral of the story is like, it's fine. If you're a police officer, you can just do whatever the fuck you want. Um, because it's fun. And I guess that's what kind of bad boys is like, but this is even like crazier. Um, I mean, the premise is that Eddie Murphy is not even a, a Beverly Hills cop. He's a Detroit cop. Yeah, he's from Detroit. He's investigating he's like, murder of his buddy. Or his he's like, I'm just going to I'm just going to investigate this murder. And it's like, we don't I'm have on vacation. I needed a vacation. <laughs> it's just insane. Like, you can't do that. And they try to tell him you can't do that. And he's like, oh, it's fine. Um, but yeah, it's 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 fun. And it is more of an action movie than a comedy. Uh, I guess maybe back then, comedy movies just didn't have like quick jokes all the time. Like, that's just how it was. So. It probably was a huge comedy, but uh, yeah, it was a. It's it's basically what Bad Boys became. It's it's an action comedy, um, and it's pretty good. And I think it's considered something of a classic. Uh, then I moved on to Beverly Hills Cop Two. Uh, this time, a different director, and this time Tony Scott, uh, Ridley Scott's brother, uh, directed it. And this is him coming off Top Gun, so he's a big name. Uh, and it was far more insane, more ridiculous action. Uh, Judge Reinhold, it's like a running joke throughout it that he's like now crazy and he's like got like bloodlust and he's always like carrying guns. And at the end of the movie, he's got is like that where they have to go. Is that the one where they have to go to the uh, mansion? 
That's in the first one. That's the first one. Okay. Yeah. I haven't seen these in so long. The second one, he um, it ends up in like an oil field, and they're like, uh, and it's that's got right, with a lot of guns, right? The guy, yeah, the guy from uh, Beer Fest. The, yeah, Jurgen. He's the bad guy. But like Judge Reinhold is just he's holding two shotguns, which is like that's you can't hold shotguns with one hand. That's not going to work. And just like killing people and stuff. And it's like insane. Just a completely insane movie that makes no sense. Uh, It's like you can't think too hard about it. His name is Judge. You can do whatever he wants. (laughs) But but entertaining, not as good of a movie, but entertaining. Uh, Then I get to Beverly Hills Cop 3. Uh, Different director again. This time is John Landis, who, you know, directed blues brothers and all kinds of like comedy movies and everything. It's like, Oh, well that should be good. He's a good comedy director. Uh, Beverly Hills cop three is one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life, but it's at Wally world. So it's, yeah, it's basically at Wally world or Disneyland, wherever you want to fake ass thing. Uh, the special effects in this are horrendous. Um, where it's like, Oh, we have the technology now we can have some CGI and, um, George Lucas makes a cameo appearance. At one point. Really? I'm like, what the fuck is this? What does he have to do with any of these people? How does he know anyone? Um, he just brings multiple times. Eddie Murphy just brings a gun into the amusement park and then goes in like the 90s. And you could do whatever you wanted. <laughs> you couldn't do that. It was. How would they I, know? <laughs> not walking through metal detectors. I don't know, but it's, it's it was. I could not believe like how the drop in quality and like and I looked it up and I think it did have like an eight percent or something. It's like it is considered horrible. It's like I, I've heard good things about these movies, but like. How could this be so bad? How could it? Who was his fun French friend in that one? Uh, well, he was in the first one, too. Okay. So he comes back. It's got Hector Elizondo from yeah. uh, Last he's Man trying. Standing. He's Ed trying. He, he's he's always like good. Like, he's like, yeah, I like that guy. He seems, seems like a cool guy. He's great. Uh, yeah. Uh, but he also was replacing like two different characters that didn't come back for this one. So like uh, those guys were smart. They didn't want to come back for this movie. Just, just insane and stupid. Um, John Landis, huh? <laughs> yeah, I mean, not, not that guy's not in a good place. He killed people in the Twilight Zone movie, and then, um, but he's made a lot of classic movies. So, yeah, I mean, he's worked he's worked with the uh, the late great uh, Ivan Reitman plenty of times. But. Yeah. All right. Are you ready for my last one? Yes. All right. So I watched two. You know kick-ass movies uh we had to even it out it was valentine's day also we watched marry me on uh peacock which just Uh came out it's also in theaters i believe right now this is owen wilson and jennifer lopez and uh john bradley and uh sarah silverman as well and she's a celebrity she's a megastar and he is a regular civilian and at a concert of hers where she's supposed to get married to another you know butthead from uh you know the music world i think uh, yeah, he sings. Uh, she f- discovers that he is a cheater. And so she decides, I'm going to marry the guy right here who uh, in the stands who's wear- holding the sign that says, marry me. And uh, you'll never guess, Andy. She ends up falling in love with him. Yeah, because he's just a normal guy. Yep, yep, yep. I- so, I've seen this trailer. <laughs> it's, yeah, if you've seen this trailer, like you know exactly what's going to happen. It's fun. Yeah. It's not annoying. What is annoying is in... In this world, at least I like to think it's this world, not the world we live in. Everyone is so obsessed with their phone. Every every time you go anywhere, like, and I guess she's famous. Like, people are just taking your photo because, like, even if it's a, like, look at her walk. Like, why? I don't understand why people want to do that. But that bugged me. Like, every person you see is just 
trying to get a photo of you so that they can show their friends or something. Um, but I guess that's where we live now. But yeah, it's a fine movie. It's also there's probably let's I think the movie's an hour and a half. Let's just say it is. There's probably fifty one minutes of script, and then the balance is songs. Yeah. So I don't know if they couldn't write anymore, or if they're like she won't do this unless she can sing. Yeah, um, I think it's that. Because yeah, there was a lot of stage time, um, which isn't necessary for the viewer. But well, they probably made the location, so then like we'll just use it. <laughs> That's what I'm guessing. Yeah, I guess. I mean, like the concert part, right? Yeah. So like, let's just use it. There's people here already. That's true. So and I can so, guess. Yeah. So yep. I, like the 55 minute mark. They have like a conversation and Owen Wilson's like, we're just two different people, you know, from different. Yeah. Worlds. Right. When the third act comes in, he's like, you're just, it's not going to work out. And, uh, he, he says no to her because yeah. you're probably thinking she would say no to him, but, uh, on Fallon in the movie, she, uh, has an epiphany and then leaves and goes to the, I don't want to give anything else away, but goes and finds him. I could have wrote this movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's, you know, it's not Oppenheimer by any means. Yeah. Well, you're just glad to see Owen Wilson do more stuff. It's great. Yeah. I never forget. He remember he tried to kill himself. Yeah. In in so. a movie and in real life. Yeah. Before the Darjeeling I, Limited. I hope he and wrote, he's in he that wrote, movie all banged up. He was reading Don't Kill Myself books. Yeah. Also, fun fact on here. Both Jennifer Lopez and Owen Wilson play teachers. Now, you could also see this movie as a carryover of Drillbit Taylor. He became a substitute okay, teacher yeah. and then graduated to a full-time teacher in this movie. Jennifer Lopez, obviously, she's a superstar in this movie. She was a teacher in a Francis Ford Coppola movie, better known as Jack, starring yeah, Robin Williams. Jack. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I thought that was fun right off the bat because he was a teacher. Uh, and a bodyguard, and uh, she was a teacher too. Okay, so pretty fun. Yeah. All right, Offroad. What is your last movie? Uh, I went to the movie theaters to oh, go wow. see Jackass Forever. Oh boy. Uh, this is the the fourth film, and it is. We're in twenty plus years now of the Jackass franchise, uh, and that's something to be applauded that they're, they're still all doing this. Uh, it wasn't everyone, of course. He's Ryan. 51 years old. Yeah. So Ryan Dunn uh, died. I want to say almost 10 years ago. I don't know, but it was he did. He was in the third movie, so he was still alive then. But he's he's been he's been gone for a while. And then Bam has had his own issues. Um, he wasn't one scene. They tried to film this movie. Yeah, he a died while 11 ago. years ago. Yeah. Well, OK. He was uh, like 34. Yeah. So they filmed the first thing they filmed was this stunt where they uh, do a marching band and then go mar- do the marching band across a uh, treadmill going very, very fast. And this stunt f- sent both Knoxville and Steve O to the hospital. And in the after that, they had to delay filming. And then Paramount fired Bam from the, the production like, hey, you're you're too messed up. You can't even be on it. Uh, so that, that's that's sad. That's a sad story. That like he's I don't he wasn't never my favorite of the crew, but uh, that not only was his like best friend not in it because he's he's dead, but he wasn't allowed to be in it. Um, so yeah. it's still a lot of fun. Uh, 
but they also they're old. So they had to add new people to it because uh, any one person doesn't do all the many stunts in this, which which is, makes makes a lot of sense. They're older. Uh, so they added, I think there's like four younger people in it. And even like, so like Chris, Chris Pontius maybe does like three things, but he's really there the whole time, like just making jokes and everything. But like, as far as like torturing your body or anything, like no one person has to take that much torture, uh, which is a smart way to do it. Dave um, England was born in 69. He might be yeah. the oldest person in here. Yeah. And the, him and uh, Aaron, they were like their own separate crew they still they're they're maybe the older people and they're still taking so much abuse like like knoxville actually he did some like crazy stuff but like for most of it he was the host like you'd be like presenting this thing um he there is a thing with a bull you probably heard about he's he's talked about it he literally almost died this time like it was this was he got hurt in the beginning but this one he hit his head so hard that he had uh internal bleeding and everything so uh, I don't know if he's going to continue to do any more stunts, but there's there's all kinds of other stuff you can do that isn't putting your body at risk. Uh, but they couldn't do as much this time because most of us filmed during COVID. Uh, like my favorite bits are always where they're doing stuff in the real world and capturing real people in their reactions to it. Uh, you couldn't really do that with this one. So th- there still was some a few things. There was a thing involving uh, him as the old man in a furniture store that was incredible. Uh, just great stuff. But again, that's very few of those. So it was more of the like stuff I don't love as much of like gross stuff. Um, a lot of nut punches, that kind of stuff. Uh, but it is something that's just like it's crazy that it's been it's been this long. It's been most of our lifetimes. This this has been a thing. <laughs> yeah, it's, been, it's pretty nuts. It's been so influential, like in in a lot of terrible ways, like YouTube culture and everything like that is. Yeah, a product of this. I mean, when we were when we were twelve or whatever, we wanted to do this kind of shit. We could never do it, but we you always wanted to film yourself doing something dumb. So mm-hmm. um, it was very it was very nostalgic. I'd say it was in, in a good way. Um, and I'm looking forward to whatever the the four point five version is that they always do because <laughs> there's always always some some good stuff there. Yeah, I don't doubt it. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, anything else to add? No, that is it. All right, right at the hour, Mark. Well, you've been listening to episode 258 of the Tony's Take Podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Off-Road at Hailed while we potted Andy. And it stopped. And it stopped. We'll see you later.